to the designers, to the brands, to the influencers, to the business owners that are struggling or just want to step up their game. This podcast is for you. My name is Mark McDonough. I've been marketing for the last 20 years and have worked with some of the biggest brands from the Roger Thomas Collection, Restoration Hardware, to Walmart. I'm also the CEO of one of the fastest growing PR and marketing firms in the interior design industry and also one of the top design blogs, Tastefully Inspired. My goal is to bring you valuable, actionable marketing and business tips every podcast. I talk business growth and help to empower business owners and brands to think bigger. If you think your business needs some help or just want to spotlight your business, please reach out so we can get you on the show. I want to know your story because I promise you it will inspire others. This is the Tastefully Inspired Podcast. Hey guys, this is Mark and welcome to the podcast. Um, Today we have... PR guru Matt Walker with Period Media. Um, hey Matt, how are you doing today? I am great. How are you, Mark? Pretty good. Give us a little intro to your company, the names. Uh, just, just give us a little bit of the rundown about you guys. Sure, sure, sure. So our company has been around for the past twelve years. It started um, with my partner Josh Fernley started twelve years ago as uh, strictly a marketing firm. At that time, servicing the design industry mostly in the home arena. We also, and still to this day, uh, beyond home, work with some clients in fashion and jewelry. But um, started solely as a marketing firm, and nine years ago, I personally, coming out of the entertainment industry. Uh, decided to make a change and join the firm as a partner and um, started to run and oversee the PR division of Period Media. And so um, I've been in that role there for nine years now. And we have um, a, a really nice list of clientele from interior designers to design brands to product lines to um, major design shows throughout the country that we handle, you know, again, on my end, full PR campaigns for. And then also because of the other areas in which our company focuses, we also offer services when it comes to things like you know, marketing elements, social media, we're starting to dabble in things like branding and licensing with a lot of our clients. So um, that's uh, kind of what we do and, and where we're at. God, Matt, God. you know, honestly, we were talking a little about licensing earlier. And I got to be honest with you, thank God you guys are kind of dabbling into it. Because <laughs> I honestly, I mean, there are, in my opinion, pretty much zero companies who are doing licensing correct. And it's cool to see that you guys are stepping in. I mean, with names like on your roster, like Martin Lawrence Bullard and uh, Catherine Ireland, I mean, I can only imagine those cool deals you guys are going to be putting together when you hit that realm. Yeah, it it became, you know, as we kind of talked about earlier, it it was not something that um, was an area that we really focused on or were even quite honestly looking to move into. But it over time became just a really natural progression of the company and you know what it came down to is 
you know, people like Catherine now I've worked with for, um, God, at least seven, if not eight years. Martin, I've been with for five or six years now. And after being so innately involved in every single part of their company and what they offer from a marketing and PR standpoint, um, we already just over time became really heavily involved in conversations around their branding and their licensing deals and opportunities. And with that, it just became, um, uh, you know, by nature necessary and very comfortable for them for us to become even more so heavily involved in those conversations and ultimately, you know, having us eventually taking a lot of it over. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you guys are on the exact right track. I mean, I worked in licensing and it's kind of hard to to talk licensing with someone that you really don't have a relationship with or a very like a trust because licensing is all about trust. It's all about, you know, you telling a person, you know, you're you're handling my livelihood. Let's make this work. Um, and the way you are with your clients really um, impresses me. I mean, they're almost like your family, which is kind of the way I think it should be. And I, you know, like I said, you're the first person outside really the design, like, you know, designer kind of realm. Well, a few tech people, but that, that I was really uh, looking at because, you know, how how you and your staff came about connecting with me and uh, and doing some of the interviews was really you guys really like handheld your clients to me and took care of everything and were very very professional detail oriented i gotta say really impressed i really appreciate it and that is uh i i think part of that has to do with me coming out of when when i say i was in the entertainment industry i did celebrity pr for six years leading up to me leaving and then deciding to kind of move into this other realm of home and shelter and um, when you do things like celebrity PR, and I worked with a lot of wonderful and amazing clients, uh, who were very, very well known, I, 90 plus percent of that job was handholding and was client service and was just being there for their every need and making sure they were beyond comfortable, knew exactly what they were doing, exactly what they were getting into, and never had to question any of that. And so by default, um, when I then transitioned and came into this other part of the kind of PR sphere, I just took a lot of those qualities with me. Um, and, and we probably do it more so than a lot of other firms do. But that is, you know, so important. And we talk about it. We meet weekly as a company. And it is something that we talk about in every single meeting that we have for every single client that we're working on um, is just really going above and beyond with that client service element. And it's, you know, it's it, it, I know, even though it probably takes a little bit more time than, you know, it would be if we just kind of threw caution to the wind and crossed our fingers that things would turn out okay. I know that um, I know it works because I see not only how much clients bring it up in terms of, you know, with a lot of our really kind of long term clients who we've had a lot of longevity with, they constantly talk about it as one of the main elements as to why they are so comfortable with us and have stayed for so long. But in addition to that, um, you know, I, I think that it just too, when I we meet with a lot of clients, potential clients all the time who are coming out of other PR firms, big and small. Um, and one thing they talk about all the time is how they worked with these firms for such a long time and were paying out all this money. 
and they never knew what was going on. They were, and it almost got to a point where I've had a number of clients say, I was afraid to pick up the phone and call my firm because they always made me feel like if I was asking about the status of a certain opportunity or the status of a press trip to New York we were going on or whatever it may, may be, that the firm and the people working at it kind of made them feel like they had no right to be, you know, reaching out about that or asking that question. Um, and so that's why, again, we just are, it's so important that we are kind of overly communicative and our clients always know on a daily basis what is going on with any given situation that we have presented to them. Um, and I think it goes a long way. Yeah, I think it I think it does. I mean, one of the first things I learned out of college was uh pick up the phone. <laughs> I sure. mean, the first company I worked at, it was like a uh, it was a it was a music company and we were doing marketing, PR, bookings and everything and um the owner made it very clear, whoever you are, VP, mailroom, whatever, that phone rings once and that's it. You pick it up. You know, and the one of the things that I really do and it's one of the tests that I like to do to people because I get a lot of emails, tons of emails in there. And, you know, some of them are very, very interesting you know, opportunities. So I always like to kind of ring them up, call them up, see who answers. And one of the things I really loved about your company was that any time I called, you know, I would get like Lexi, I'd get, I'd get all, you know, anyone who emailed me, I'd get them on the phone right away. And for me, that says a lot that yeah. in our industry, that's not an easy thing. Everyone's got voicemail. Everyone's got what's virtual assistants and all this, but you guys were there. So for me, that was a huge, like, wow, that's yeah. pretty impressive. And, you know, yeah. definitely kudos to you on that. Um, one of the things that um, also was a big question, this actually, and this, this podcast is going to take a little different of a format. Normally I talk about marketing straight up all the way, <clears throat> but there was a question I always had um, with PR companies and marketing companies and everything like that, it's like okay, like let's say you're a designer out of Cincinnati or something, okay, and you're you're doing really well in your local market, but you're seeing all these designers on HGTV making you know big splash. You pop open the eighty one hundred, you see all these people, and you're like, wow, these people are getting these like national international deals. I don't know how to do it. So for me, one of my big thoughts was, you know, in order to make that jump. You probably need to work with a good PR and marketing company to kind of get you into that, like into the mix. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I thought to the question, when is that moment? When is that moment when you need to pick up the phone and call someone like you, Matt? When is that moment? Sure. Well, I, I would say a couple of things on that note. I think it's never too early to pick up the phone and have a conversation in that, you know, we have clients and, and potential clients from all over the country. We're based in Los Angeles, but all over the country who will call and just want to have more than anything like an informational interview or an informational conversation where they will say, here's where I'm at. Here are the kind of projects that I'm working on. Here's the kind of assets that I have available in terms of imagery or whatever it might be. Here's my social media following. Here's things that I'm working on coming up. And will you take a look at all this and let me know, is now the right time? Is a year from now the right time? Is when I finish these next six projects I have in the works the right time? And a firm like ours is very happy to have that conversation really look at all the material and come to them and either say, 
hey, you're actually behind the eight ball because you could have started this three years ago, given the kind of work that you're showing us right now. Or, you know, take your time, get a great photographer, get great imagery of these cl- of these projects that you have coming up. And let's talk in, you know, six months. Let's talk in a year when you are in a different place with it. Um, I have a client that we just came off a campaign with, an amazing campaign, an amazing client of mine that's based in upstate New York. And literally, I kid you not, <clears throat> we were talking for three years before I finally said, okay, it's time, we're ready to go. And that was because three years prior, when she had reached out, she showed me a couple of projects that she had worked on. One was in Chicago. One of them was in upstate near where she was. She had amazing work. But what I said to her was, given the budget that one needs to really, you know, bring on a PR firm and have it be really effective, it would, I had no doubt that those two projects we could do things with. But I knew that given the budget and given that she was someone that was a smaller firm and was really upfront and honest with me about the kind of budget she had to work with and that she had a, you know, a one chance and a one time opportunity to do this and do it well and do it right in terms of PR. I said, you know what? You have these other projects in the works. Let's take a beat, finish the projects, bring in a great photographer to get great photography of them. And anyways, long story short, by the time, and it was a continuous conversation, but by the time we actually kicked off the campaign, I had eight different full-scale projects that were beautifully photographed and beautifully designed that we could then go out and do a full-scale national campaign and really from, you know, regional publications on the East Coast, which were important to her because that's where she gets a lot of her work, but also national publications where we could really start to create a buzz for her and for her firm. Um, I just knew that at that point, you just kind of, if you're a PR firm who's done it enough and you're, you know, willing to be just very honest with people, I just knew that when she came with that final set of projects, I knew it was the right time. And it ended up being an amazing campaign. We still, we did an initial contract with her um, because she had a set amount of time that she really could do PR and it was extremely effective. And we still have coming things in after the fact. And she was thrilled um, and, and now is completely set on figuring out how to get other projects and get other opportunities so she can build more of a budget to do more PR because it ended up being extremely effective for her. Um, And so that's what I would, I guess that's my long-winded way of saying, you know, I would say reach out early, have a conversation, get to a PR firm, whether it's ours or someone else's, that's willing to be really honest with you um, about where you're at, what stage you're at. And, you know, I, I do think that it does help to have a, no matter where you are in the country, I see all the time because we have a lot of clients not in Los Angeles. And one thing I see occur again and again is clients. We just signed with a client in Michigan, uh, have a client in Chicago, clients in Palm Springs. We have an amazing client of ours in Houston. And one thing I noticed is that a lot of them will reach out and there's almost this fear or this caution 
of hiring a firm not within their immediate region. Um, or they wonder, you know, they'll call us and say, Oh God, are you even going to be willing to have a conversation with me because I'm based in Chicago or San Francisco or Houston or whatever it might be? Um, and, and you know, I think it's important for people to know that's really not the case at all. And there are a lot of firms in Los Angeles and in New York, ours being one of them who we love working with firms that, you know, we have a lot of firms in LA and we have a lot of firms in New York, but more so than even those, we love working with different firms throughout the country with different uh, design firms or product line uh, companies throughout the country, because it just adds a whole other level to what we do. It allows us to put um, a whole, you know, new kind of uh, vibe and work and style in front of editors. And the reality is, you know, you go through magazines, they're not just covering what's being done in LA and New York. They're looking for things from throughout the country and even beyond, uh, you know, going into international territories. And so, um, you know, again, I would just say pick up the phone and don't be afraid to have that initial conversation uh, and just see where it goes. Very cool. Very cool. I mean, yeah, like I said, well, well, you know what? Hang on for a second. Let's go to our sponsors and we'll come right back and we'll get in, in even deeper with Matt. Hang on for one sec. We want you as a sponsor. Replace my voice and become a sponsor for this podcast. Get in front of thousands of listeners and in front and center of one of the hottest design blogs in the country. Did I mention in front of our over 40,000 followers on Instagram? We can make it happen. Just reach out. Are you a designer, brand, or manufacturer looking for the right PR and marketing agency to take you to the next level? Tastefully Inspired Marketing PR can not only get your brand on the map with social media, but its blend of PR and licensing can take your brand to the next level. Tired of those agencies that couldn't produce results? Then maybe it's time you reach out to Tastefully Inspired. Okay, we're back with Matt Walker, Period Media, and we we're talking a little bit about you know um, what when you should be picking up the phone. Um, and let me ask you something: Do you have you know, okay, we talked a little bit about what a person kind of needs to get to that next level. What what would you say, okay, let's say you're the person giving you a call and you're a local interior designer and you're, you want to step your, up your game. What, do you have some sort of checklist that you would give someone? That's a really good question. We do to a point. It's different for everybody. It's different given every conversation that we have. But yeah, I mean, there are definitely... Um, some things, some things right off the top of our heads or right off the top of a conversation like that, that we either look at or throw out there. Um, one of them is starting to build, whether you have it or, or not, starting to develop and build a bit of a social media presence and really tell, you know, work through telling your voice and your company's voice through social media and what you put out there. I can guarantee the more and more social media builds and the more and more the dynamic of the PR world is changing. When we go and pitch a designer or a brand or a line to an editor, one of the first things they do is go to that person or that brand's social media page to see how they're representing themselves in that 
area. And so that is extremely important. And again, not just throwing up anything, but really working to help tell your voice and your vision through that page. Um, it's not about posting three times a day, seven days a week. You know, an equally effective page can be something where you post once a day, three times a week or four times a week. But, you know, in that, it's about quality over quantity. And I think that can go a long way. Um, another thing that is really important, again, not only to showcase your work to clients, but also to media is building a really beautiful website. And by beautiful, I don't mean expensive. There are platforms that you can find online where you can build it yourself. Um, but taking the time to do that, and again, really curating a website with great imagery and, and text and whatever else it might be to continue to help tell that story and that vision that coincides with everything you're else, everything else that you're doing. And then another big thing, I, I think a huge thing, we talk about it more than probably anything else because ultimately, it is what leads to things like great social media, a great social media presence and a great website is imagery and investing in imagery of the projects or the products, whatever you know you might be doing that you're putting out there. Because without that kind of imagery, um, it, there's really no story to tell. There's no, it, it dumbs down the look of your website. It dumbs down the look of your social media presence. And when you go to put those things in front of editors, um, I, the, the biggest red flag for us always, and, and not a red flag in that we would never consider working with a person like this, but I get a lot of phone calls where we talk with people and they talk about the work they're doing and so on and so forth. And they say, oh, we have great imagery, great imagery, whatever it might be. And we get off the phone and they send it to me and it's a lot of badly lit iPhone images with, you know, unstyled rooms and so all these different things. And those are the kinds, th those are red flags and that we ultimately, you know, know that it's not the right time, you know, and, and not that the right time may not be soon after, but in those situations, we go back right away and say, hey, find a great local photographer again they can be there are some great young photographers who are just out of school and have an amazing eye it's not about hiring the biggest and the best and most expensive photographers available um it can be about just finding someone young and smart who has an eye and knows how to light things and knows how to help style or angle rooms so that they show in the best light and bring that person in if you have a few projects you can shoot at once you know, have them come in, set up a few days where they can come in and go from project to project and just bang out a bunch of amazing photography that then helps start to fill some of those holes um, that you need to really kind of take your brand and your presence to the, to the next level. So those are just a few of, I would say, kind of like the checkbox items that I think are really important to keep in mind from the get go. Okay. And let me ask you something too. You referred to it a little while ago as far as like a PR contract. Do people sometimes contract you with just specific periods of time or is it one of those like some people stay forever, some people stay, you know, like what is a contract situation? Sure. So how that works, and, and I believe that most firms probably work it in this way, um, we always have an initial set 
period of time. And so it might be depending on the client, the amount of projects they have for us to work with, what their goals are. It's anywhere from a four month to a six month initial contract at a set retainer per month. Uh, a set retainer fee per month. And then after that four months or six months, they have, there's a myriad of options. Um, typically one will either go on what we call hiatus where they say, Hey, we did the initial four months. It was great. We need to take a little bit of a break. We got, you know, you, you guys got what we wanted to get placed, placed. And now we have some other projects that we need to finish up. So let's take a little while and then we'll come back on once we have those projects ready to go and we can do another set amount of time where we get those other ones placed and we can go from there. And then you have other people and this is not everybody, but you have other people, you know, like a Martin Lawrence Blard. We signed on for an initial four month contract that was six years ago now. And he has just never gone off fee. Martin has enough projects and product lines and licensing deals and events and book signings and everything else that he literally needs PR year round. And we have a lot of clients like that who need PR year round, but we have an equal amount of great clients who just don't need it for that period of time. It, it doesn't make sense. And, we also um, are very, very comfortable and very forward with our clients, the ones who, you know, don't have the bandwidth or the, uh, you know, lineup of projects that someone like Martin has. We will go to those other clients and say, hey, you know, we've been doing this for six months or eight months or whatever. Here's the overview of everything you've gotten. We're very happy with it, but we feel like we're hitting a bit of a wall because we don't have anything new to work with and the other things that we do have people are not responding to. Why don't we take a break? And, you know, we know you have these other things going on. Why don't we take a few months off, reevaluate, and then look at it again at that time. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like that. I like that. I mean, you know, you got to work with everyone's also budgets, time constraints and everything. Uh, You've, you've got to be flexible. I mean, the flexibility going back to like, and I, I think it plays into what you were talking about earlier, Mark, with just like client service and the handholding and the really taking care of your clients. And I think what we're just talking about now in terms of just flexibility and being upfront and being honest and really talking through what you have, I think that all falls very much within that same conversation. Very cool. Well, Matt, look, I appreciate you taking the time and filling us all in a little bit on the whole, like, uh, you know, the PR aspect of it, marketing aspect of it, because I know there are a lot of designers out there who are thinking to themselves, you know, I need to get myself to the next level. And like I said, a company like yours can definitely do that for uh, for a designer. Um, now, uh, usually at the end of the podcast, I normally give, um, you know, my guest a little bit of time to kind of tell a little bit more about their company, where they're located, their contact information. Uh, would you like to do that? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. So um, we are, uh, again, as Mark mentioned, so Matt Walker with Period Media. Uh, we're based in Los Angeles. We're a boutique firm based in LA. Uh, again, specializing in PR, but also in things like marketing, social media, licensing, and branding. 
um, and we can most easily be found on our website, which is periodmedia.com. Thank you, Matt, for uh, taking the time. And everyone else out there, thank you for taking the time as well. This is Mark. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. Enjoy the ride, guys. Thanks, all. Thanks for tuning in to the Tastefully Inspired Podcast. If you want to be a guest or sponsor, reach out. We'd love to have you. Three, two, one.